0: Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1937. The topic is Mindset and the title is, Look for the Minimum, Not the Maximum. People often wanting to be successful towards a goal will look for the maximum, (laughs) the max of what they can do to get the max of what they can get. They then analyze multiple options that could give them some progress, but they're aiming to find the one, the one path, the one action, the one option that can get the max, the maximum. In that pursuit, while they're waiting to find the one, they pass up on a lot of smaller ones. They pass up on things they could do that could give them a 1% increase or a a 2% increase, even a 5% increase. Waiting... Because they're wanting that 100% option, the thing that can make it make you from failure to success instantly. Well, if that if we can't find that, can we at least find one that makes a 50% jump or a, a 25% jump? What they then realize is when they find the one, when they find the option that would give them the most, it requires the most. The max time the max discipline, the max resources. And that makes sense. To get the max, we have to give the max. But often, we don't have the max to give. (laughs) We have a job. We have family, friends. We have other goals that we'd like to maintain, if not also grow and develop. Often what we have to give as extra above what we're already giving is only that 1%, 2%, 5%, or at most 10%. But yet we look for the option that we could get 100% change or 50% change. But we don't have 100% to give. We don't even have 50% to give. This means then that when we try the max action, the thing that we're like, this is going to make or break everything. I finally found it. This is what I need to do we struggle. (laughs) We become frustrated. We often fall short. And in falling short, we consider that a failure. But what's interesting is, and I've seen this with, you know, so many clients over the years, is when people fail, they haven't actually failed 100%. They might be falling short on some components, maybe they're missing a few days, but they've maybe only failed 25% or 50% or even, at worst, say 75% of their goal, they're messing up 75% of the time. Well, that means you're still getting something right. (laughs) Uh, Often when people try to do something, they get some of it right. Even if they get a lot of it wrong, they get some of it right. And the sum that they're getting right is better than what they were doing before, So it actually would make some progress if they were to stay with it. And then they could slowly see what they could do better. And then their percent of what they're getting right would slowly increase over time. And although significant progress would take much longer than they thought it would, it would actually still be possible. But instead, they see the percent that they're not getting right, And they quit entirely. This is why when you're looking for what you can do to reach your goal, look for the minimum, not the maximum. Look for what matches what you have to give. Consider what you have to give instead of looking for only what you want to get. Ask yourself, how much time can I give per week? And then look for a progressive action that can be done within that time. Seems like common sense, right? But so many times I hear people say, "I'm going to work out three times a week," and they're intending for those workouts to be in a gym. They might not even have a gym membership. They haven't really thought of you know where the gym is in relative to like their daily routine or where they live. So going to the gym for three workouts a week could require a minimum. Of six hours a week, 30 minutes to get to the gym, 60 minutes to kind of get into the workout, you know, maybe go to the locker room, change clothes, go to the bathroom. You get into your workout, then you have to change clothes, then 30 minutes to drive home. Do you actually have six hours a week to give? So when people say that I'm going to work out three times a week, it it surprises me that they don't, they, they just say it like they say it. But there's no forethought of whether they actually can do it. And that's the crazy thing to me. Or I'll have people say, I actually just had someone say this last week, I'm going to start cooking and prepping all of my own food. And they were telling me all these studies, and like so and so, their friend told them that when they started eating all their own food at home, you know, start helping and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, but I know what your life looks like. (laughs) If you believe for each meal, that you have to hand prepare an option. That's a lot of time. And it's potentially an increase of expense and it limits your options. Because if you wanna buy groceries now for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you're probably just gonna buy an option for breakfast, an option for lunch, and an option for dinner. You're unlikely to buy three options for breakfast, three options for lunch, and three options for dinner. That's a lot of groceries, that's a lot of expense. And you might not even be able to think of nine different options for the different meals that you want. So now all of a sudden, you've bought one breakfast, one lunch, one dinner, and three days into it, you're like, this is kind of boring and I don't really want this food. (laughs) So you need time to think of meals, you need time to grocery shop, you need time to prepare each meal, clean up after each meal, and now you have to eat each meal. Do you have all of that time? Do you have all of that energy? What happens when you wake up late? What happens when you get home and you're tired? What happens when you're busy in the evenings or on the weekends? We often say things we want to do because they sound like a good idea. But we don't say them based on any data of whether we're actually able to do them. (laughs) There are many ways to say uh, the lesson, basically, that I'm trying to say in today's podcast. And I have covered this in different ways in past podcasts, but it's worth covering again. Don't look for what you can get for a maximum return. Instead, consider what you can give and then look for what you can do that matches what you can give. You'll be more successful and more consistent in the long run and therefore you'll make progress. When you think of a goal you have, maybe you want to lose 20 pounds, maybe you want to gain 20 pounds, maybe you want to get stronger, think of what contributes towards success within that goal. Often, nutrition is going to be a factor, for sure. And then probably exercise as well. Maybe you are very consistent with exercise, so now you have to just be kind of more analytical in what you do. Maybe a little more purposeful, make sure you fine-tune everything you're doing exactly towards the goal you have. But when it fits nutrition, it's calories, protein, and timing. We talk about it all the time. So you want to ask yourself, how can I improve any of these elements? How can I be more consistent with my daily calories? How can I ensure that I'm getting in enough protein? How can I eat better to match my activity levels? Can I eat more when I'm more active? Can I eat less when I'm less active? If it's training, you want to aim for consistency first. Even a bad program done consistently will produce more progress than a good program not done at all. (laughs) So consistency is most important, and then you would actually want a pretty good program. (laughs) So you want to ask yourself, how can I improve any of these elements? So if it's nutrition, how can I improve my calories, protein, and timing? If it's training, how can I improve my consistency, and then how can I improve my actual programming? So you want to ask yourself first. What do I have to give? Do I have an amount of time that I could give per week? Do I have an extra amount of money I can give per month? What am I going to need to push this forward, and do I have that to give? If the only options you can think of that will push you forward exceed what you have to give, you've got to learn some new options. There are things that can help you that only take five minutes a day. There are things that can help you that only take 10 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, maybe three hours a week. There's a lot you can do depending on where you're from. So that's why I'm not really like naming specific things is I don't know what your background is. I don't know what you're struggling with exactly. But there are a lot of things we can do. So for example, nutritionally, just being more consistent with having something to eat within the first two hours of being awake, eat something in the next six hours, eat something in the next six hours. Getting three meals a day consistently. Is that more consistent than what you're doing now? If so, then do that. Doesn't even matter what the hell you eat. Just eat. And then fine-tune what you actually eat as you go. So it depends on where you are. Maybe you're already doing that. Maybe you're eating five times a day. You have a breakfast, mid-morning. You have a lunch, mid-afternoon, and a supper. But if we look at that... The foods that you're choosing per day vary quite a bit. There might be a 500, 600-calorie swing on some days versus other days. Maybe the foods you're choosing look healthy on paper, but there's not enough protein. Maybe the foods you're choosing look good on paper in regards to meal frequency, but the calories are incorrect. Maybe your breakfast is only 200, 300 calories. Maybe your mid-morning is only 100, lunch is maybe 500. Then all of a sudden, the rest of the day, you're having 1,500 calories. So maybe the calories are off in their distribution. We want to look and see of what I'm already doing, how can I improve this to even just a small degree. Because the the more minimum of change I look for, the more likely I can be consistent with that, and then therefore the more progress I'll make. If we look to overhaul everything 100% completely, it's extremely likely that you're going to find that challenging. It's extremely likely that you're going to fall short, and then you're going to see what you're falling short at as a greater kind of impact on your emotional health than what you're actually getting right. If you make two mistakes in a day, you're going to think of those two mistakes, but you're not going to value the 10 things you did right, the 12 things you did right. So it's important that if we want to be successful, we consider what we have to give towards that success. Even if what you think you can do is only small right now, that's okay. If all you can give is a small investment and be consistent with that, make it, make that investment. Small percentages absolutely add up. They accrue over time. Think of compounding interest on a credit card. <laughs> or hopefully you're more familiar with compounding interest on an investment. Small amounts add up. It's just that they're consistent and they're done so over time. That's what I would ask you to look for. is If you want to make successful progress... Don't look for what you can do that's greater than what you can give. Look at what you can give first. And then look at what you can do that would fit within that. That way you can be consistent and you can be successful. Awesome. If you need any help, if you have any questions, shoot me an email. My email is BrutalIronGym at gmail.com. If you want any free information, we have a ton of free nutrition stuff on our website. We have free training programs on our website. We have a lot of services, a lot of information, a lot of stuff. So you definitely check that out there, uh, www.brutalirongym.com, And I'm putting up more content uh, on our YouTube channel as well. So check that out. And if you have any requests for topics, shoot me an email or let me know on our website. And I'll make you a video on YouTube as well. Okay. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.